Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back to the shack. I'm Daniel. <laughs> and I'm Wilbur. I'm in the shack. I don't even. Did you turn. <laughs> Did you get hit on the head? <laughs> <laughs> I now. He got hit on the head. He's broke. Right. I don't know. That's Boom Hour or the. Oh, never mind. Better not say that. We get this show to Then we'll get shut down for other reasons on this show. I don't know what you're saying. I just hear, I tell you what. That's all I hear. I tell you what, I don't know why you're not awake, boy. I'm not awake. I tell you what, you better wake up. I'm awake. I was born awake. Come on now, Wilma. My mind is awake today. What are we talking about today? I don't know. My mind's alive. I'm telling you what, man. I'm I don't think you yours is, though. I'm telling you what. Just get on. I don't know what we're talking about. <laughs> Come on. You can't understand what you're saying. I just don't know what to do with that. <laughs> All right. In early 1995, Mike Madman. Markham tried to build a time machine on his porch in his home in Stinbury, Missouri, United States, being in creating a device called a Jacob's Ladder. A Jacob's Ladder? Mm-hmm. A piercing? Nope. The he pierced his penis? So, for everybody at home, this looks like... Uh, if you, everybody has probably seen one in monster movies and stuff like that. A penis piercing? No, the actual Jacob's Ladder. Oh. I'll go back to the voice. Okay. <laughs> uh, it looks like rabbit ears with the electricity bolt that goes in between them going up. Right, and it makes probably the sound. I think that's pretty good. Yeah, I've seen them. Sounds I've like a bullfrog them. almost. A bullfrog? Mm-hmm. 
Hmm. Oh, okay, I get it. That's right. <laughs> there was. <laughs> so yeah, this dude was insane. You ready to talk about this guy? Okay, so he built a device. He was in Missouri, 1995. We were talking about Mike. And he built a time machine. He's tried. Oh, okay. Uh, so he used a modified compact disc laser to reduce air resistance between the two poles. This will uh, produce a continuous arc. He saw an unusual result when he turned on the device. So, so he built a normal Jacob's ladder. Yeah. And then he was using a compact disc laser to re- reduce air resistance. I don't even understand. Reduce air resistance? Mm-hmm. Okay. I know what a compact list disc laser is. Do you know what it, like air resistance? Like, you know, when you start running, the air pushes against you. Right. So it reduces that. Yeah, I just don't understand how. I guess. I don't know. But keep going. <laughs> the lasers push the particles out of the way. Ah, okay. Create blank space. Take blank space, baby. And I'll write you name. Oh, our good buddy Jake sent this one in. I forgot to mention. Oh, Jake. We like Jake. He's fine. Yeah, she's got a cool hat. <laughs> All right. There was a heat mark as well as a hot... Uh, okay. When he was turning on the device, he noticed some odd stuff, right? There right. was a heat mark, as you would see on hot pavement, but it was a circular shape like that of a vortex. So you ever heat like heat distortion? Right. Yeah. 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 So he had that above the device. Hmm. So it was like it was cooking, but it was it, like, it, but it was forming a circle like a vortex. Yeah, like a tornado. So he decided to throw in a sheet metal screw through the vortex to see the effect it would have. He claims that it disappeared for about half a second, and then reappeared a few feet away about a second later. I think he just blinked. <laughs> this guy's an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta take a drink. We're recording He's this like very early. Staring at it intently and blinks. <laughs> it moved. Well, okay. Should I not continue then? Should we just end the episode? Yeah, there? this this whole thing is based off a, a I don't know, just an observation. Well, this he, episode's more about his murder and disappearance. But oh, okay, okay. Well, well, let's, this is how it starts with him. Right, let's, let's see <laughs> oh how his journey gosh. goes. At this time, he was only twenty-one years old. He was a student majoring in electricity. When he uh, <laughs> compared, stop it. <laughs> My lungs hurt so bad. Wilbur, you're killing me. <laughs> I'm gonna go back to. I'm gonna go back to being Boomhauer here in a second. Oh man, oh, I know. So when compared to his friends, Markham uh, could be said to be quite intelligent. Apparently, Markham tried to build an, a time machine because he wanted to get the winning lottery ticket numbers from the future. Oh my god! He had one problem. He needed a lot of power to make it work. So he kind of already thought he was on, maybe on to something with. <laughs> The distortions, electric fields, and lasers, right. and time dis- oh, yeah, distortion. Get, okay, so the okay, so that the laser and the and the Jacob's ladder inspired him to yeah. Okay, a small experiment. He thought he could do it big, mm. and he tried big. After a few more tests, the CD laser uh, eventually caught fire. The laser caught fire. Yeah, it overheated. <laughs> and okay, burst into flames. He figured if he was going to rebuild his machine again, he might as well use a much larger transformer. <laughs> God, this is going to be so bad. I feel like it's well, going to blow up. Let's, let's remember, 
this whole thing was pr- the first iteration of this. You know, you it was probably about half a pound. The tiny, the first yeah. one. Okay, so, so let's a let's, transformer. Yeah, well, technically, you know, the the laser disc uh, is is a transformer. It's transforming energy. Okay, so he's not wrong in saying that. It's just yeah. We think, you know, when you hear the word transformer, you think of the big ones on the on telephone the ta- poles yeah. and the wire, power poles and stuff. And those are a lot bigger than you realize yeah. until oh. you're right up next to one. So his original plan was to purchase a transformer, uh, but they're quite expensive. Mm-hmm. Uh, he he resorted to an alternative. At a local power station, there were six old transformers. Oh, so he got an old one. Okay, here we go. Markham, uh, he stole them. <laughs> oh, he stole them? Yeah. Okay. Uh, he stole six. 300-pound-plus transformers. Yeah, they're so big. Uh, from St. Joseph's Light and Power Generating Station in King City, Missouri. Oh, so he, now he's got, a, like, an arrest warrant out for him. They were not unhooked. So we uh, disconnected them yeah, I think and stole them. Have, I believe they were being used as a backup because they were the old, so they put the new ones being made, oh, like, gotcha. used for the main ones. Yes. And they had the backup ones as alternatives because, you know, they blow transformers blow at stations. Right. So he just stole the six old ones. <laughs> at least he's a man of honor. Yeah, at least so. Not taking the new, the new ones, ones that everybody's using. Right, yeah. Like, I'll just take these. Uh, so while testing... So he went from a laser disc reader... <laughs> to a tra- six, six transformers. 300-pound transformers. Oh, boy. Okay. Oh, gosh, man. He's going to create, like, a black I'm hole. S- well, <laughs> maybe... While testing his experiment, he caused a massive blackout several blocks wide through his neighborhood. A few months later, Gurney County Sheriff Eugene uh, Laffer arrested him with a warrant inside his home on January 29, 1995 for stealing Transformers. Okay, so he did get arrested. Yeah, he got caught because he kept blacking out the neighborhood. Yeah, I wonder why. Because uh, he was literally using, I think it was enough power for like a small city. Jeez. So I just... And there's not a lot for this story because uh, we'll get to it, but you know it kind of has an abrupt end. Yeah, but I think there was more buildup than most people like. This is there's not a lot of research into this because it was a lot of it was covered up by the police and stuff like that. So yeah, he probably built up to it and didn't just jump right into. Yeah. But like, I know the story kind of makes it seem everywhere you look this up kind of makes it seem like uh, it went straight from the laser disc experiment to. Six transformers. transformers. Yeah. I think there was a lot of buildup. Probably some battery like operated stuff in between. Yeah. Yeah. So after several months in prison, Markham was released. Okay. And then he went to, was invited to be a guest on Art Bell on Coast to Coast Radio. So this is, anybody who's probably heard this story mm-hmm. has heard it on Art, you know, Art Bell's Coast to Coast. Okay. He was invited. He was one of the few people invited to be on. Oh, wow. And, uh, uh, and that show's been, how long has that show been? Forever. Around? Forever, yeah. Because uh, it's still on now, right? Yeah, because Art Bell left, and then the other guy came on, and then Art Bell came back because he hated the other guy. <laughs> Who is the other guy? And then there, now there's a different guy. Wait, I got to look up Art Bell. I, now that's a rough recollection. Um, wouldn't the one dude, uh, that George Norrie, did he do that show? Or I, I can't remember if George Norrie is the one that Art Bell liked or not. Okay. I like George. But uh, Art, you know, Art Bell did not like one of them. I can't remember which. Okay. And I may be getting that messed up too. So anyways, he's riding coast to coast. He tells her the story of the screw uh, and his plans to build a, you know, a bigger time machine. He mm-hmm. vows that from now on he will do it legally. <laughs> so you won't steal all the parts. Though. I mean, he looks like. Oh, that's not what I picture this guy to look like. Uh, but he he looks like one of those people that's either the smartest man you've ever met or a meth head. 
Okay. Doesn't I was, he? I was just going to say he looks like a roadie for a band or something. That, like, like yeah. a meth head. Well, okay. It just depends on the band. I mean, so have you seen this guy, like, there's the guy that walks around Ada that is insane, but is probably the smartest man in Ada. There's actually a couple of them. Oh, yeah, true. The one who walks his small dogs, and he, he talks to himself, and he looks crazy, and then you realize he could probably build a time machine. I'm sure he could. He probably I'm, has one. I'm pretty sure I know who you're talking about. Oh, I mean, everybody in the town. If you live in this town, you probably know. All right, so Markham told Art that he was still wanted to create another experiment, but uh, he neither has the money nor the spare parts. I can uh, Now it makes sense why Art... I could see him stealing six Transformers. This guy? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you wouldn't bat an eye when you see him rolling into the truck away with six (laughs) Transformers. He looks like a druggie. I mean, just... Look at those eyes. I didn't say druggie, like, just, you know, just like a... He looks like he's got... A guy that likes, you know, listening to some rock music. While he puts stuff in his veins. (laughs) Not like that. Heroin's good. Gosh, so bad. <laughs> During the interview, uh, he gave his phone number to receive nonstop calls for three days. He gave his phone number on Art oh, or on gee. you know Coast to Coast. Oh, not well. I mean, I guess it could lead somewhere. I mean, I think he was hoping to get investors. Right? Yeah, the one guy that has his own six transformers. <laughs> He's like, yeah, I got like nine of these things laying in my backyard in my own power plant. Yeah, you want one? So the show really helped Markham uh, uh, an awful lot because many listeners shared uh, him with him uh, different ideas, funding, and spare parts. Oh, so literally he got what he wanted. Yeah. Uh, you ask and you shall receive. Literally. That's, I, I think he had 200 Transformers by the end of day one. I think there was like all of these people going out and stealing them for him. Oh, my gosh. Uh, there was, there's, uh, uh, sorry, there was U.S.-wide blackouts for some reason the day after. Oh. Nobody knows why. Yeah, I'm sure. Transformer sales went up dramatically. <laughs> uh, with his listeners' help and donations, his next Time Machine project was incredibly more powerful and much bigger than the previous one. Yeah, I, it sounds like it. He, he actually had diagrams for it. Huh. I don't understand them, but they're there. I'm sure they're... Yeah, I, I can't read, like, especially if they're electrical diagrams. I tried reading those before. Mm-hmm. It's like reading a foreign language and, like, well, I don't know. It's so complicated if you have no idea what you're ta- looking at. Or the symbols. It's Everything's a symbol for something else. Will you, will you look something up for me real fast? Yeah. Uh, Wilbur, you look up how how much one megawatt powers. How much? Yeah, one megawatt powers. How much one megawatt powers? How much can one megawatt power? Um, for conventional generators, such as a coal plant, a megawatt of capacity will produce electricity that equates to about the same electricity consumed by 400 to 900 homes in a year. 400, 900 homes in a year. Yes, is one megawatt. So how much would three would be 1,200 homes in a year? On the minimum. Minimum. Okay. Just hold on to that number for a second. 1.21 gigawatts. So his original engine that he had for his his first big experiment ran off of kilowatts. Didn't get very high, and it still blacked out a city. This is a megawatt? No. Three megawatts? It is three megawatts. He got enough funding and donations to build a machine that takes three megawatts of power. What what kind of did so that little number twelve hundred homes yeah. in a year use three megawatts of power? Yeah. He every time this thing turns it on. Oh, okay, that's a lot. Uh, how did did he have to build like a 
Back to the Future time machine to hit uh, lightning bolt to harness the power to run it each time? Uh, no, he just used a city. Oh, okay. Uh, no, that's what all the uh, like the Transformers and stuff were for, like building up the power and transfer, you know. Right, yeah. All right. <laughs> so we're going to get some fun numbers here in a second. So at this time, it's designed to use three megawatts because he wanted to test the time machine on himself. Of course. You know, we've moved on from the sheet screw that I blinked at. <laughs> Let's jump into it myself. Do like a spinning, you know. Uh, spinning yarn kick. It's like that. You ever, uh, when you're a little kid and you were taking a bath and you let the bath water out and then as it's draining, it forms that little uh, tornado. And like, oh, that, you know, I want to stand in there, you know. This is like that, but at the scale of like a house. Yeah, somebody to jump into it. funding. Yeah. I want to jump into that thing. This I think this thing's about the size of a room from the diagram, as far as I can understand. Like an old timey computer. Yeah, we'll talk about the actual shape and look at the machine here in a minute. Mm-hmm. Uh, because you have to walk through like the center of these horseshoe magnets to. <laughs> um, it's uh, that's what you got to do. Oh, Anyways, it's like a okay, yeah. So, uh, Markham also installed a rotating magnetic field generator. Oh, nice. No joke. That sounds like it's made up. No. It's the same one used in the U.S. military for the Philadelphia experiments. Oh, oh my gosh. Wouldn't Tesla help develop the Philadelphia experiment and with uh, Newton? Didn't they work together on that? Like, I don't know. Okay. I don't know. Either. Maybe those cryptid boys will do an episode on oh, the maybe. Philadelphia experiment. Maybe so. But it's the same one. That okay? Oh, it's the same exact one as this. Not the individual oh, same one. The same the model type of device. Yeah. Yes. Hmm. Somebody brought him one. <laughs> Someone just had one. Well, we'll get into some government conspiracies, but wow. he may have been given stuff by anonymous donors to see if he could do it. Right. Yeah, that makes sense. Because somebody just brought him a. <laughs> A rotating magnetic field generator. Yeah, that's crazy. It was some seemed like it was right off the bow of a giant ship. <laughs> yeah. Just a guy pulled up in a pickup truck and was like, here you go. Right. You can still see the uh, sea salt encrusted on it. Here you go, friend. <laughs> Ignore the hand fused into it. Right, yeah. X-ray it. Uh, Good luck. Open it up. There's body parts inside. Like, Just ignore it. They, the, the machine screams sometimes. Just ignore it. <laughs> It's got souls trapped in it. Yeah, probably. Uh, he said the rotating magnetic field generator was much more uh, efficient and effective to help him uh, with his time machine vortex. Oh, I bet. Oh, gosh. Isn't this crazy? Doesn't yeah. it go from, like, zero to 60 super fast? It's super fast, yeah. Like, this oh. all, like, this happened. People brought him this stuff. And, yeah, it happened fast, too. Like, in one year, it seems like. Uh, months. Okay. Uh, yes, over a year. All right, so Art Bell had uh, Mike back on as a guest about a year later. Oh, here we go. Markham claimed they would be experimenting with some more sophisticated time machine technologies. The electromagnetic vortex generator was big enough for a man to walk into. So it's like on a X, the X, excuse me, I got a goat milk bubble in my throat. <laughs> um, it's like the X-Men movie where, uh, is it, is it uh, Magneto's like in one of those things? And he's using it to like project his powers out. Don't look at me. I don't uh, okay, know. okay. The X Men like movie, the live action movies. So before I continue on with his interview, I just want to kind of describe this device okay. to everybody. Uh, it's insane. It's mostly made of wood. 
What? Yeah. But Wood's not, I mean, Wood is like the casing and the housing and everything. Yeah. It's because of the strong magnets that were being uh, used. Ah, okay, makes sense. Everything that was not officially had to be something else right. was made of wood. Okay, makes sense. Because otherwise it would rip itself apart. Right. The arches, you know, the old Jacob's Ladder arches to help build the electricity, yeah. are now gigantic horseshoe magnets. The spark in the gap is now stabilized by the magnetic field. So, you know, the Jacob's Ladder spark normally climbs? Right. He had it stabilized in one position so he could create the vortex in one position. Dang. Okay. That's the least crazy thing in this whole thing. A granite transducer hammer was right underneath. It did. Okay, so this little hammer that swings around it. Yeah. It did three. Or so I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It did thirty thousand cycles a minute. Okay, that's really that's, fast. Yeah, uh, it's stupid. Yeah, that's super fast. It's stupid fast. It's fast. I can run. Here, why don't you pull up uh, your phone again, Wilbur, if you would. And look up, just take 30,000 divided by 60. I want to know how many that is a second. 30,000 divided by mm-hmm. 60? That equals 30,000 divided by 60. 500? 500 rotations a second. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's pretty fast. I mean, you couldn't even see it. No. <laughs> right underneath that, so that's all on the top of this big device. Right underneath that is this gigantic wooden box with all of the main components. Uh, the first big thing was a gigantic quartz granite block, or granite I'm sorry, quartz granite block. And underneath that was another quartz granite block. But they had the positive end of the electromagnetic in one and the negative end in the other mm. with bronze rods, about half an inch in diameter that went through the whole blocks. Okay. These blocks are massive. Yeah. Interesting. Keep in mind, this all started with a laser disc reader yeah. and a couple pieces of wire. Man, who, who, like, how did this guy get, in, I don't know, it's smart. Keep in mind, the only moving part is the granite hammer. Right, that's moving at 500 rotations a second. Everything else is a non-moving free energy device is what he called it. Hmm. Okay. On his little side notes, I just want to read some of these. Okay. Because I have no way of proving any of this is real. Okay. Like, besides, like, we know it's happened. We know he's on Art Bell. We know people brought him tons of crap. Right. The output can reach into the billions of volts, as one of his little side notes. That's a lot of volts. Output is waste, or based on the weight of the transducer's negative rod, that copper or bronze rod that goes into the bottom. Uh, there's also copper plates everywhere, heat-resistant flexible seals. Uh connectors hardwood plywood inside the copper plates there's a some kind of composite that he has scratched out okay uh and outside the copper plates there's a different composite that he has scratched out okay oh it's like redacted mm-hmm. okay hmm. so the bottom of this is this big block the two blocks that sit in a box and around the blocks are these uh whites and composites that he doesn't they go up into the giant horseshoe magnets mm-hmm. with the stabilizing magnetic field and this little hammer that swings That's, around. It's just constantly spinning. Okay. Kinda very good. insane looking device. Yeah, it sounds like you know, very Anybody sci-fi. Ever, actually, you know what it looks like? It looks like the Ark of the Covenant from Indiana Jones. Ah, okay. No joke. I mean, looks yeah. like the Ark of the Covenant. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, that's kind of crazy. All right. 
the time machine. So the interview ended with Markham claiming to be on the cusp of generating the desired amount of voltage to run his machine. Okay. Gosh, Keep in mind, it's eating. In three megawatts. Three or, megawatts. Wait, he's not yeah, hitting megawatts. He's he, not hitting his desired voltage. How much does this neck guy need? Uh, he's trying to go forward in time. Oh, forward in time. Okay. Mm-hmm. He wants the winning lottery numbers. What the hell was that? All right. Everything's fine. Okay. Let's just pretend that never happened, everybody. I'm not editing. Why was that? Uh, stuff fell. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, I know that. Demons. Oh. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Sorry, everybody, for the distraction. Uh, so where was I? So, yeah, he couldn't get the... He's almost on the, the edge of getting in the right voltage. You imagine being that power plant nearby and being like... Man, the city, he needs more. The city's using a lot of power this time, yeah. this year. <laughs> People need to turn their ACs off. When asked what he would take with him, he replied, just his cell phone. Ooh, like that's going to work in the future. Uh, so at the end of the show, Mike decided to give his address instead of his phone number. Oh, that's just probably not smart. Anyone who's interested can search his house on Google. Uh during Markham's second and last appearance on the Bell's show in 1996, he said he was 30 days away from completing his legal time machine. Hmm. Okay. What do you think so far before we get into the next stuff? I only have two paragraphs left. I mean, so far this guy is, uh, I don't know. Where do you, where do you learn, I guess, or get inspired to learn this stuff? Or how do you know, like any of it's going to work when you're, Putting it all together. Man, my phone will not stop going off, and it's fell behind the desk, and I can't get it now. Oh, that's what that noise was? Yes. Oh, so you got to buy the beer. Yeah, I guess. You didn't buy the beer last night. No, but... Anyways. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It's just... That was yesterday. Not I live in the now. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, so, I don't know. It's really odd. Like, the thing, and we obviously can't ask him, and we'll get into that. But the thing to me would be, I want to know why he started that weird first experiment. What his kind of goal was. Right, yeah. And like, what inspired that? Well, I don't know if he was trying to make a Jacob slider go faster with reducing air resistance. Yeah. But he created a stabilized field. Yeah. And, you know, there's tons of tons of stuff discovered like that by accident. Right, yeah, exactly. And it really seems like he was screwing around. You know, he's an electrical engineer kid, student, and all this stuff. So it would make sense he had the... You know, the knowledge and the capabilities of grabbing all this stuff. And then the components, yeah, there to do it, yeah. So if he was just playing around with the Jacob's Ladder, because they're everywhere in, you know, these electrical schools. Right, yeah. yeah it's, those nerds, you yeah. know, playing with, they need their toys. So is it just that? It happened by random, and he seen this little field develop? Right, and he got inspired. Like, and threw it in, and like, he blinked, whoa. like you said. and yeah, he blinked at it. Then he's now he's using three gigawatts of power, right, or right. megawatts, or whatever it is. Funny how one mistake can just lead to a... World War Two, yeah, well, yeah. Well, what you what? <laughs> that was like fifty years before this. I was talking about with Albert Einstein and the napkin. Oh, oh, gotcha. Okay, or like Spinal Tap and the Stonehenge. Napkin. There you go. Yeah, same difference. So, on nineteen ninety-seven. Ooh, two years later. No, it's since the start. Year. Once oh, since yeah. the start. Mike was never seen or heard from again. Shortly after Markham disappeared, a listener called an Art Bell show talking about a really strange story he found. Okay. 
In 1930s, a police officer found a dead man on a beach in California. Mm-mm, okay. He was crushed to death by a strange metal tube. The man was unrecognizable, and a mysterious device was found near his body. Mm. This You can look this up. This is an actual police article. Yeah. Uh, the giant metal tube and all this stuff in 19... 19- it was so weird. Mm. The caller said the device looks like a cell phone. He was crushed by the cell phone? No, the device he had in his hand. Oh, 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 gotcha. This guy was crushed to death by a giant metal tube. And then he had a cell phone in in his hand. hand. Okay. Or what looked like a cell phone. Mm -hmm. Okay. So keep in mind, he had giant metal rods as a part of this machine. Right, yeah. So the kind of the theory is that it maybe worked, but it broke apart as it was working. So as he went through the portal with his cell phone, uh, a giant one of his rods shot out of it and followed him. Oh. And just impaled him. Yeah. Okay. That's the theory. Yeah. Okay. So this is a story that never ends, but it ends in tons and tons of sources. But after the publication of this article, there was a colleague uh, from paranormalforum.net contacted the main, like, the main researcher and said the real story ends a whole different way. Here's what they wrote. The last part of the story of Michael Markham is incorrect. He's a member of my forum, and it's the least known look. And his last known location was just prior to the pandemic. Was in Hawaii, living as a homeless man on the beach. He was trying to get money to raise and return to the mainland. He has a GoFundMe about two years ago, and is trying to further his experiments. Is that true? I couldn't find it. Mm, okay, or is that just like misinformation? So here's the thing: is Art Bell never could get a hold of him again to get on his show, right? And he got up. so much money from Art Bell's show. Oh, that it would make sense that if he was out there trying to get money, yeah, he would just call Art Bell, right? Exactly. You know, Art Bell would, or the, the you know, now it's not Art Bell, but yeah, Art Bell would just buy him a plane ticket and probably fly him in studio, come back on the show, yeah, and and promote everybody, yourself again, tell everybody your your PayPal, right? Yeah. So okay, so here's the thing: either maybe he took the money and just ran and escaped because he's smart, obviously, so he's. Probably living off the grid somewhere if he was really smart. Or probably he probably used all that money and bought himself a ton of quail, you know, and goats, things like that. But or the time machine, well, or the time machine worked, you know, but it didn't work because he wanted to go to the future, right? And, you know, if it worked, so he might went to the past. That's the thing is that's why they say it was probably breaking while he got into it. Oh. Because he did not go where he wanted to go. Right, yeah. Uh, here's my thing against he ran away with it. And you know me. Right. Daniel. Uh, I'll often just go with that theory. Right, yeah. That these guys didn't really invent their technology, got investors, and then ran with the check. Right, yeah. Like, oh, no, it's coming, guys. Like, 30 more days. Mm-hmm. Uh, he gave out his address and his phone number and all of his personal information. All these people that brought him stuff came to his house. Hmm. You know, there was... He was... Not this big, mysterious figure that nobody could reach. Right, yeah. They knew right where he lived and his phone number. Yes. Hmm. And he was not a man of means, and he had all this big equipment. And people have seen him building this, like all these people delivering stuff. Yeah. So to me, it points against that. True. Because he's not detached. Or he he is that smart. He knows you need the illusion, and people need to see it to believe. I think he was smart dumb. Smart dumb? Mm Mm-hmm. What do you mean? Like a savant. Oh, okay. You know, where they extremely excel. 
in a couple core areas. Right. And then everything else, they're kind of dumb. Yeah, yeah. Because there were side stories of, like, him, like, having trouble, like, remembering to feed himself. And, like, that's why he always looked so terrible. It's because he couldn't, I mean, he really couldn't do his own hygiene and stuff no, like that. I get it, but you just refer to him as a crackhead instead, basically. I mean, he looks horrible. <laughs> Horrible's pretty rough. It's not <laughs> that give him, bad. I wouldn't give him money on the side of the street. Jeez. Daniel, how could you uh, say such things? <laughs> Daniel's tired. <laughs> oh, you're telling me. Mm-hmm. Now, so I, I kind of think he may have either. Here's my thing: is he got the rotating field generator yeah. from an anonymous source? I highly think the government was involved, yeah. whether he knew it or not. Right, right. Markham yeah. could have not ever known he was dealing with the CIA or the FBI or whoever. <laughs> Man, I know, but I think we would have immediately we got oh a rotating electromagnetic field generator. <laughs> it's and he was probably like it's the same one used on the Philadelphia experiment. Yeah, like no dots connected. But see, that's the thing is he was that kind of guy. Right, exactly. Or, yeah. I don't think he was going to connect those dots. Yeah, man. But you imagine, and it's probably this guy that looks like uh, like an FBI guy tried to dress up as a hick. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And with pulls into with a flatbed. And a rotating ge- field generator. Like, yeah, you know, I pulled this off the old... Uh... The Eldridge. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, it makes up a stupid lie. Like, yeah, it was on my own uh, grain silo. And uh, uh, uh... My, my grandpa's had this since I was a kid. Right, yeah. I heard it on Art Bell's show, and I, I, I thought you could get some use out of it. Yeah, I don't use it no more. It's got U.S. military right across the bottom of it. They sharpened it out. Yeah, they sharpened it out. And it, no, they just put an X in front of it. Right, yeah. Or they put they wrote not U.S. military. <laughs> not U.S. military. Oh, thank goodness. All right, cool. We can use this. He's he probably wouldn't care. He stole the first ones. Right, I know. Yeah, <laughs> it's like banding camo too. It's like army. <laughs> like 10, 15 flatbed trucks, armed personnel come to deliver it, and he's like, "Well, guys, you you came to protect it, huh?" Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> build it. If you build it, it will come. Now, see, I kind of that to me leads some more credence that this actually happened, or at least got close to happening. Right, that, that he may have actually built something that well, at did least something. Somebody took some notice. I wonder if uh, okay, here's what if that story about him on the beach is true, and you know they he built it and it worked, and then they did the thing where they wipe your mind. Like, they mind-wipe you, like, on uh, the movie Men in Black, where they shine that thing in their face, and it makes them forget. So he thinks he's still, like, back in the process of building this thing. And that's how they got rid of him and hit him. He didn't actually disappear, you know, and get crushed. I think that, that could just been a coincidental, coincidental story, but he uh, they just wiped his mind and shipped him off to the beach in Hawaii, and then he's that guy now. Uh, I don't think so. I think that I. I what's more likely? Well, no, I, no. I just <laughs> I think the government got involved. Yeah, I don't. I don't think. I think one of two things happened. If okay. he actually got close or did build this, okay, it's functional, right? Not just a big pile of all this weird crap that he was given in the backyard with wires connected to it, shooting sparks out of yeah. everywhere, and yeah. no, like an actual thing. Like he was, it, it may not have been time travel. He may have been opening portals, portals yeah, and that kind of stuff. And not understood what he was building because that's happened Stargates. too. Stargates. That's happened too. Yeah, where scientists have built things 
expecting one outcome and another happens. Like the nuclear bomb. Particle accelerators. Yeah. Uh, they were supposed to do something else, and now we, they do a completely different thing. These were accidental, like particle accelerated guns and stuff like that. Yeah. So what if the, the whatever three-letter agency or government installation got involved, giving him stuff? Uh, let's say it did work. It was a time machine. Okay. I don't think it failed. I think they threw him through it. Just test it first. And threw a big chunk of something after him. Yeah. Make sure he's dead. Hmm. They just got rid of him. But how would they, if it didn't work, then they, wouldn't they want to keep him around to fix it or make it work? No. It's, they don't make good decisions. Mm, yeah. We've known this. Yeah, it's true. Uh, the second thing is that he was probably recruited. Like? The, by whatever entity. Okay, If it gotcha. started working. Yeah. He could have been approached right at the end and been like, hey, we were the ones that have been giving you all this crap. No, they definitely shot him in the head. And you're going to come work at S5 now. Yeah, no, they they wouldn't do that. They'd kill him first. But yeah. I don't think they'd shoot him in the head. I really think they'd throw him. Threw him through. Like, yeah. hey, try your <laughs> push. He was pushed by Woody. And if Yeah, no, they definitely uh, murdered the man. If I don't it think works. he's walking around. See, here's no. my thing with him walking around a beach and. Yeah. In Hawaii. Yeah. Is that he'd be back on Art Bell asking for money. Right. Yeah, yeah, true. Yeah. Yeah. Makes like, sense. He has those connections. People right. People know him. And this guy, this whatever this internet forum came back on, he's like, no, he's a part of our internet forum. He's starving to death, homeless on a beach, trying to get money. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> provide some. You give him money then. Like, no, provide some links or something. Right. Yeah. Okay. Like, prove it. Yeah. Like, let's, let's get him picture. on the phone. Where's his, you said he had a Kickstarter or GoFundMe. Let's right. see. Where it. is Where's it? Where's that at? Yeah. We'll donate. We'll I'll donate. give you two bucks to get back to the mainland. Right. Yeah. Here's an oscillating field generator. <laughs> an oscillating field generator. I have no idea. We're uh, talking about technologies that are real, that are barely comprehensible. Yeah. I don't know what the heck any of those words mean. 90% of physicists, I don't believe, knows. It's like, they don't know nothing. Here's the thing is, they know, like, the the beginning and the end. They're missing a lot of the middle. Uh-huh. And they just kind of do stuff. And, you know, its problem is the middle is where all the side effects come from. Interesting. Like, uh, opening all the portals under Point Pleasant and stuff like that. I fully believe was a side effect. Of whatever else of they Of whatever doing. else they were doing. Yeah. And they just don't really understand that, you know, what you're doing here could open a side effect 10 miles down the road. Right, yeah. Or, you know, a sheet metal screw moves an inch because he blinked. It's gone for a second. I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's just bugging his eye. Oh, got it. So I don't get how the granite hammer moved. It doesn't look like a hammer. I don't know why he called it a hammer. It's a big block. Oh, maybe it's like, uh, I don't know. It has no moving parts. I don't know if it's vibrating. It was like vibrating on frequencies. Probably. But it has no, quote-unquote, has no moving parts. Like, no functional, no, like, it just does. Right, yeah. I don't, I, it's beyond me. It's, it's b- like, above my pay it's, grade. It's halfway, like, and there's, you can, everybody can look up the, the diagrams of this stuff and the, all that. The blueprints? It, yeah. It's like halfway between alchemistry, like, alchemical knowledge yeah. and physics, like, physics. It's whatever, uh. Edward Leeds Skullnin did like he put to build some a Aya coral Newt. castle. Yeah, he put some ionude in there and then like yeah. a, a neutrino. Yeah, probably. A little bit of both. That's probably what he had to drink to learn how to do all this stuff. No, it's like neutrino and eye of newt. Yeah, I don't know. Ah, mm. so, ah mm. connections. It's just full of newts. Wordplay, yeah. The whole box is just full of newts. The universe is full of newts. It's just one big newt. 
It's one big newt. And he got eaten and... I tell you what. Crapped out. If you look at before every mass extinction, they all disappear, then they come back after. It's because they go into the portals. Yeah. And they just wait it out. Newt's... Wait, yeah. Newt's and salamanders. Wait it out, baby girl. Or it's what we're all going to have to do. No, I don't know. Do you think he actually built this? Like constructed it? Or and it worked? Yeah, do you think it worked? It may not... Do you think it actually was a time machine? <sighs> I just... Well, I don't know if you can go back in time. I, maybe I don't. I don't know. My opinion, it's weird. Daniel's opinion. Over time has changed dramatically in the last month and a half. Oh, of what? Over how time functions. <laughs> Bless you. Maybe. This show is just disgusting. I cough into the microphone, you sneeze. It happens. Excuse me. All right. Okay. And they're attacking us. They're attacking <laughs> us, I tell you. They're sending frequencies to my nose. My opinion over time has changed quite dramatically. Like On time last... travel? Just how time functions. Okay. I, I used to believe that, like, you couldn't go back in time. Like, time... I'm getting more towards time is nonlinear. It's a loop? Not even a loop. It's hard to explain. It's a double helix? It's a ball. It's a ball. But we're only capable of ex- us personally. Capable. Capable of experiencing time linearly. You're right. So have you ever seen, they used to make them for like paleontology books. The <laughs> They're a little spiral from the start of life up. Yes. And you like it shows you like dinosaurs yep. here and us and all that. Like the upward spiral. I think that was my uh, profile picture on Telegram. Oh, it, pro- <laughs> it was one of those. So when they, if you flatten that. Yeah, it's. Just, I think that's kind of how time works. Uh, that we are experiencing it linearly, lin, whatever that word, like a linear line. Right, right. But to somebody bigger or outer looking down from a different dimension, yeah, perhaps you can cu- cut like cut through the lines. See, yeah, see and just the, hop over. See the other. That, You're literally the standing goes. next to the dinosaurs and the trilobites. Right. Yeah. Like you just got to hop over one. You just. Oh, you mean it makes like a vortex? Shape, perhaps? Yeah. And maybe he's seen the vortex and made it? Mm. Time space. And he jumped into it. Maybe that's the secret to time travel. That's the secret sauce. Yeah, so there you heard it here. But that's kind of, I guess, what my opinion of time has been changed. I used to be a big, like, the tube. Yeah. Like, times like that. Like the, like the, uh, the toilet paper tube? Yeah. Or paper towel? But now I'm kind of thinking time functions like that. So maybe you can travel in the past... But here's the thing is I don't think you can affect the past because you already did it. Or it's a different past or creates a different future that didn't happen in the what? one you experienced. See, I don't know. I don't buy the Marvel theory. Yeah, I don't, well, I don't, what's that? That's their theory. Like they just had their all their big timeline thing. Oh, yeah. Well, they're stupid. See, I think that there's no paradoxes. It always happens. Right. If you were already going to go back in time, you already did it. Yeah. So you're not you're just completing the rest of the loop. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It's but you think about how many, and I I think some of the photos are fake or weird or whatever. But think about how many photos you see posted about like it looks like this guy's holding a cell phone in 1941. Right. right. Yeah. Yeah. And like it looks like this guy's got an iPad. You know, it's even in a uh, uh, old uh, temples in like India, it looks like people are touching like they're clearly they don't have pencils or they're using their finger to touch little tablets and stuff. So what if that's 
like the CIA, FBI, government installation that got a hold of this guy and just started using his device. Oh, I'm sure they would. Of I mean, course. but that's, that's what works. was leaking out. Yeah. Through time. Oh, I got you. Yeah. You've seen these guys, because at that point, they're God. You know, you walk back in time and you have a handgun. Right. Yeah. There's not a lot anybody can do. Right. Exactly. Because they can't even understand What's what you're that? pointing at them. Right. Yeah. And then you just, it makes a loud noise and they die. Right. Yeah. Magic. I mean, it is. If yeah. you don't understand what's happening, right? It's magic. Mm-hmm. It's it's literally a wizard's it's like a wizard stick. But you'll run out of bullets really fast. But they don't know that. You better come out packing. Oh the, yeah, you just set the fear first. Wait, you just shoot one guy with a shotgun? Yeah. And they just see he's, he's got eight holes in him now and he's bleeding. You're right. Yeah. They're like, oh, <laughs> you're king now. <laughs> yeah, basically. I, I guess you're a god. I mean, oh man, you just gotta come out swinging. Yeah, exactly. And next time, like somebody's like, you know, we're gonna question him. He's like, no, uh, don't do he, that. He pointed that stick at Ted. And before, Ted exploded. Yeah, yeah. Before you know it, there's gonna be giant pyramids built, and they're sacrificing people and throwing them in the pits like thirty thousand at a time mm-hmm. to build a new. Uh, you know, because you brought a handgun back thirty thousand years. Right. Exactly. <laughs> See, we're we're piecing history, actual history together. Up. Are you now. bring like a fifty cal BMG and shoot a mammoth for one of these guys, and you, <laughs> they just mammoth just drops. Right. And like, hmm. See, it took 10 of you four days to kill that. Right, it yeah. took me two seconds. You chased it, you know, 230 miles. <laughs> I shot it. With a stick. I pointed at it with a stick, and it died. A, a mile away. <laughs> oh, man. So what if that's what's happening? What if what if he's... or What if he escaped? Like, what do you mean escaped? What if he's like a time walker now? Like, he became something else. Oh, he used the machine and escaped? Like he's the men in black. Gotcha. <laughs> Uh well no it would it would be much more look at the guy he would no he I think once positive there's all that talk that uh that's actually you know Ben Ten Doctor Paradox oh. was the first time traveler ever hmm. but once he got into the time field it changed him into something else ah uh, gotcha mm. oh that just reminded me of the show uh it's called you ever heard of it it's called The Wise Kids You Know Mm-mm. they did this skit about me and my buddy got a time machine. They built a time machine, and uh, it, then they uh, <laughs> their big plan was to uh, abduct a farmer and then bring him through all the different times and try to freak him out. So they go back in time, grab an old farmer from, like, you know, the 1900s or 1800s, and then bring him, like, to all the – back to the present time and stuff, and he's just – he's not freaking out. He's just kind of in awe, staring at everything and not saying nothing. So like, all right, let's go further in the future. They bring him further in the future. Then they go so far in the future, everything is just like, it looks like a kaleidoscope. There's just fractals and shapes. And they start freaking out. <laughs> and the farmer's just still like, same reaction, just like in awe, looking at everything. And they freak out and go back. <laughs> they, they were the ones that got freaked out at the end. It was pretty funny. So time's like... If you go too far, you see dinosaurs again. It's a loop. Yeah, because someone... Created them again. They recreated them. It's a ball. They're avatars. Time's a ball. Time is a ball. That's, you know, that's what we should call this one. Time is a ball. Like, it's fun, you know, like a ball. The Mike story. The Mike story. Time is a ball. Markham is a brand of fish finder. Okay. Oh, that's his last name. Mike Markham. Oh. Wow. So you think he's alive? No. No, me either. I think he's dead. I think the CIA or killed FBI him. or whatever killed him. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Uh, once I read that he got a, what was it called? A gravitational field. Yeah. Oh, a rotating gravitational field oh, generator. Oh, he's going to die. 
Like <laughs> this man's somebody just gave you that. Yeah. You know, it's like, it's like <laughs> if this works, you're dead. If it doesn't work, you're dead. <laughs> yeah, there was no win-win. I mean, could you imagine just being his neighbor, like cause, seeing that pull up? Because you, I'm sure he didn't think about it twice. I'm sure he didn't ask a single question. Yeah. Everything I've read about him seems like he's one of those like almost savants. It'd be like the it'd be like being neighbors with that dude that built the uh, nuclear or yeah the generator. I didn't look up his Florida. address. Yeah, but it's it's a public and like, he made sure everybody could find him. Right. Yeah. It's not and, hiding. And I don't know if he lived in town or in the country. Yeah. But this thing was massive that he built. Man. So imagine it was like at your house, like in town. Yeah. And it's like your garage around back is just like a machine. You see a giant Ark of the Covenant back there. No, it's like it, it's coming. The arcs are coming out of the roof. <laughs> right. Yeah. And then like there's like all these weird pieces <laughs> of technology because the thing's full of quartz and granite. Right. And a giant electromagnetic mm-hmm. field generator. It's just like legally this time. Right. Legally. I built this legally. You didn't Three steal the parts. megawatts of power. That's insane. I and see, even... that's the other thing with the story is he did use that much power. That's real. You yeah. can find it. <laughs> Who would ever allow him to do it unless a government branch came in to the local power department? And oh, was for like, sure. Hey, approve this. This is okay. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Make this okay. They probably had to like. I don't know. That's nuts. Because he he. It just seems like Mike or Mark. What was it? I don't remember now. Markham. Mike. 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 It just seems like Mike didn't ask a lot of questions. No, he had a goal in mind, and he wanted to do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but he was using an, the, the same amount of power. Twelve hundred houses were using in a year. Right, yeah, it's insane. And the power company never said, "Hey, <laughs> you had enough." Yeah, I, I know, right? That's nuts. No, because if anyone did that around here, any at all, it, it would be immediately shut down. We don't have twelve hundred houses in the town. No, no, not at all. Not even in the. Well, we're probably in the county, but maybe. Yeah, I mean, Kenton. Right, yeah. If it weren't for that, it probably wouldn't. And that'd be like, so our towns, with the college and everything, it probably would count the college's electricity use. Yeah. It'd probably be our town's electricity use for the year. Oh, yeah. Well, so, not if they, uh, you know, have those wind generators up, you know, working so well. Oh, for the year and a half day. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, wait, no, they tore those down because all those didn't work. Last week's episode. Did you see, I know, but did you see someone left a comment on that episode about... uh uh, their husband or something used to work on those machines, and uh, it was on our public comment. Oh, never mind then. It wasn't. Never mind. But good thing you stopped me. Well, you know, join our Patreon. Join the Patreon to uh, seek further knowledge in the shack. There's your little teaser. <laughs> Whew, good thing you stopped me. I just read stuff, you know. <laughs> I'm a vessel of so, I'm a vessel for people to spread knowledge. Final thoughts. Uh, he probably built it and then got shot in the head. Do you think dead. it was a time machine or do you think it did something else? Um, I, it could have been a time machine or a port, like a Philadelphia experimental like portal machine. Maybe almost think of like those stargates or what they think are like portal, uh, like those false doors and like a. Um, South America and like um, there's a couple of them there. You know what you see like that looks like a door carved into the wall, but mm-hmm. it goes nowhere. I can't remember the name of the probably the most famous one in South America. Oh, it's gonna bother me. But I think it's something like that. Here you and then you tell yours, and I'm gonna look it up so people okay. can look it up. 
No, I think uh, he did build something. I think the government got involved, and I think he disappeared. I don't think he's in 1930 on a beach dead with the metal tube. I think that was a different guy that happened to have another very strange life. Okay. Uh, right. Yeah, I agree with that. I don't think that was him either. But I do think he was uh, definitely a character that I wish I knew the name of. The guy that got squished by the yeah. thing? Yeah. Because nobody can explain what the metal thing was. They even they crushed him. Let oh, alone okay. what he was holding in his hand. Shoot, it could have been like, wait, when was that? 1930s, that yeah. article? I'm sure this, and the CIA was around by then, right? Dang it. This, the the real no. agency, I don't know, yeah. They weren't around yet. What, they weren't around until after it? World War II. okay. Because they were something else, the... I was going to say, they probably had some balloons up there with, like, whatever technology trying to surveil. And that, that it accidentally was, fell off. It fell and crushed a guy. That happens. I and mean, then those, they're like... And those then, plain blue turds kill a lot of people. <laughs> so it could have been one of their metal tubes or something, and then they just placed something in his hand to cover it up. Like, oh, he's, this guy's a weirdo. Look at this weird device. Or he could have just had a weird device in his hand. He was going to test the weather, like, water quality. Like, right. 20 years before his time. Right, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Dead. Uh, no, so I do think a, a government agency got involved. I just think that the way it looks like he was fed power and fed technology and funded. Oh, yeah. And I don't think he knew or understood what was happening. I really don't. Because hmm. he was making everything so public and was talking to everybody. Right. I just yeah. don't think he was understand who the people that were giving him stuff was. Right, yeah. Until it was well too late. Mm-hmm. And then by that time, you know, he was in the either. I think he may be alive, or not anymore. He's not alive. Or that was ninety five. He could still be alive. I think he's on the like at a government base or at like a government contractor's base. Or he's living underground at Wright Patterson Airfield. Something like that. Like he's being put to work. Yeah, indentured servant. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, he got an option. I'm sure. Yeah, to not be murdered. Yeah. I mean, do you want to go through the machine or do you want to come work for us? Go through the machine. It's a wood chipper. <laughs> that door over there with yeah. all the blades behind it right yeah uh or do you want to come work for us yeah i'll come work for you oh, okay yeah but i think that's kind of what happened is that he did i don't know if it was a time machine i really don't know if it, that's yeah. even possible but i do think it is whatever technology he was messing with was doing something extraordinary yeah oh yeah whether it was teleportation or portal generation or whatever Right, or you know, it could wormholes. Be wormholes. Or, it could be making small wormholes. Yeah. What was the name of your door? Um, It's called Amaru Muru. Um, I'm pretty sure you've seen it before. Sure. Um, You know what I'm talking about or not? No. It's that that thing right there. Oh. The story behind it, like uh, they said, the, the story attached to it is there was a, like a high priest in the area, and that was when the... Uh, what was it? The Spanish, the conquistadors coming to conquer the area. And the priest was running, ran away from them with a, he had this gold disc in his hand. And supposedly he ran up to this doorway because it's like a giant door. And then that, see that little one in the middle? That's mm-hmm. like our size, so, you know, like five, six, five foot door. That one is. So this one's really big. But he supposedly ran up to that little doorway and put the metal, this golden disc in it. And then something like happened. It was a gateway open and he stepped through it and then disappeared. And they tried to follow him, but it was solid again. And uh, it's weird with this doorway, and like there's other ones out. There's other ones located in uh, South America, and I think in Europe, and um, I think Turkey. Uh, like these stone, you know, doorways that go nowhere, but they have a 
it's some type of quartz in the stone, like in the doorway. And it's like this blue crystal. And it has like that piezoelectric quality to it. So when you squeeze it, you know, it produces electricity. And it's weird that right in the middle of these doorways, it has those stones embedded in them. So that was just always odd, an odd quality of them. Hmm. But yeah, maybe he built, maybe those, maybe these were like the ancient versions. And then he's building like a modern, you know, version. So I don't know. Could be something like that. It could be a connection there. Well, <coughs> I've been Daniel. And I've been Mulver. And we'll catch you next week with more of the DW Conspiracy Shack, where you get all the information and secret knowledge behind the veil that we can reveal to you one episode at a time. So join us back next week to expand your mind, expand your views in the world, and just learn to grow. And buy quail. Buy raw milk. American Giant makes great clothing, sweatshirts, jeans, and more right here in the U.S. Visit American-Giant.com and get 20% off your first order with code STAPLE20. That's 20% off your first order at American-Giant.com, code STAPLE20. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.